Trailblazers Podcast. Podcast. Leading you through the consuming fire. Fire. Please follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, including all social media platforms at the Trailblazers Live. For all inquiries, you can reach us at the Trailblazers Live at gmail.com. Hey, y'all, I just wanted to talk with y'all one on one about something that is huge in culture. It's been huge since the dawn of mankind, right? Um, Something that's extremely relevant. You can't get away from it. It's everywhere. Everybody does it at some point. Um, And it's also something that's a blessing, but it can be very destructive if not used in the right context the way God designed it, man. I want to talk to y'all today about sexual immorality, right? We'll talk to y'all today about sexual intimacy. All right, uh, this is a touchy subject, right, um, for multiple reasons. Um, one, because uh, it's something that invokes feeling. It takes emotion and invokes emotion. It can create emotion, right? Um, it can be attached to trauma. It can be attached to uh, wrong thinking. It could be a weapon used for or against someone, right? It has been the cause of manipulation, it has been the cause of bad situations. It has made marriages strong. It has broken marriages down. It is, you know, done. It's been on both sides of the coin, right? But what I want to look at today is what does God have to say about sex and the way he created it, right? Sexual intimacy. When should it be used? What is God's viewpoint? How does man use it? And where can it be destructive? So, God, first of all, created sex to be used within the context of marriage, right? He created it to be used as something that bonds and keeps a marriage strong. Uh, Sex is sort of like a glue. It's like an invisible glue. Um, The Bible describes becoming one flesh with a person, flesh being one body uh, with a person, one entity when you engage in sexual um, intimacy, And so one thing about it is sometimes you might have heard the phrase soul tie, right? You create a tie both spiritually and physically when you uh, get intimate with someone. And so God designed this to be for married couples because being married is hard enough. Um, So he created something that's a gift that it, it helps you. You know what I mean? It helps you with that intimacy and keeping that intimacy with that person, something that is of extreme exclusivity, in which you are giving your body to the other person, right? You're giving something so personal, um, which is our own bodies, our own our own person, right? To someone else, um, uh, male to female, female to male. And so that's the thing, right? When we're talking about this, it was not designed, here's what it was not designed for, for anyone outside of marriage to be having sex. Now, you might say, Ev, hold up, man. This... You know, I have to test drive it before I know, right? Well, here's what you should do. You should pray and trust God with that. A lot of people, I feel like they have this preconceived notion. You can't talk to God about something he created. Why wouldn't you talk to God about sex? Why wouldn't you ask for that in prayer, right? Having a partner or spouse that's going to value sex 
the way God values it, because God makes it very clear in 1 Corinthians 7 that married couples are to engage in intimacy very, very often. It's, you're not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be once a month, once a, once a year, you know, that stuff, that will take a marriage down. That actually hurts a marriage, all right? There's, they're supposed to be within the realm of God, if it's working the way he designed it, you're supposed to have intimacy very frequently. The only time you wouldn't is if your wife's on her period or uh, if you guys come to some sort of agreement, maybe you're fasting, maybe, you know, something's just going on. You both agree, hey, you know, let's let's uh, hold it for a couple of days, something, whatever it is, you, it's a mutual agreement. But outside of that, the Bible says go, 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 go. And so you can pray about that. You know, you can say, Lord, hey, Lord, I'm asking for a spouse that's going to value sex the way you do, the way you created it, right? The Bible talks about when a spouse withholds sex, it puts their their spouse in a in a disproportionate position where now it's a need they can't get fulfilled and they're not allowed to go anywhere else because that would be considered adultery, all right? So temptation begins to grow. Even the greatest Christians, we've seen them caught out there in adultery. We've seen some of the greatest role models caught out there in adultery. It happens, right? Not having sex is a hallmark of a potentially failing marriage, all right? Because usually if you don't want to, unless you're, you know, you make the sacrifice, usually sex is, it's because it's so emotional, if the two are not clicking, they don't like each other, the two spouses, they, they're having problems, they're just not feeling each other, sex isn't going to happen because it's so intimate, Right? got to let this person you don't like into your into your most vulnerable space. Um, the other one would just be selfishness, right? The other one may be, though, trauma, right? That person may not have a good relationship with sex. If that's the case. Before you get married, you should work that out with a counselor, all right? So there's different things. Now, coming back to the world, though, the world sees sex as just this thing to do. It's fun, which sex is fun, Right? It's this thing that's for everybody, free for all it, right? But what you don't understand is when you're having sex with random people, you're leaving parts of yourself to them. You may think, oh, we're just getting together to one night stand or, or ain't nothing going to come from this. I guarantee you something will come from it. You're going to be the one that ends up getting hurt in the end if you haven't already been, right? For some of y'all, this is just bells are going off. You already know. You know what I mean? Amen, hallelujah. But for some of y'all who may not know, or may not really understand that concept yet, or maybe you don't quite understand why you've gotten hurt after giving your body away. This is why, because God designed it a certain way. And so God's intent is that you not be hurt and that the gift be good to you in the context in which he created it, right? Marriage, um, intimacy with a partner that's committed to you in a covenant. You know, it's easy for someone to say they're committed, but if they didn't put a ring on your finger, if multitudes of people didn't see you commit to this person, if, you know, you didn't sign that paperwork that guarantees you to that person, they got to know what's real. Like what Beyonce say? He like he, he liked that he put a ring on it, right? Well, you know, yeah. If, you, if you're true, you know, you've been with someone for like 10 years and God has approved of it, go ahead and marry that person, you know? And so my thing is this, if you're going and, you know, just having sex with random people, what are the consequences besides the emotional hurt, the spiritual damage, because that separates you from God, it's sin. Three, unwanted pregnancy, 
right? And let me tell y'all something. It's way easier to get pregnant than you think. Don't let them stats and all that fool you. There are some women that ovulate twice in a month. Yeah, bet you didn't know that, did you? That's a real thing. So you think, oh, okay, well, we passed day 14, so I'm good. No, you're not. Because she might ovulate on day 26. A period's supposed to come at day 28. I'm being real. Go look it up. Go look up double ovulations right now. You'll see it. Um, You know, STDs, right? Some STDs, they, they stay forever. Some are not curable. Once again, they're easier to get than you think. You think, oh, well, I'm just going to protect myself with a condom. Condom don't cover everything. Your body is a living organism with a lot of holes in it. We call them pores, right? Mucus membranes, where any little bit of someone else or something gets on it, it's going into your body, right? Now, they say, oh, well, you know, these things are not that easy because this world has a very unhealthy habit of not telling the truth. Truth is, it is easy. It's a lot easier than you think, all right? And God doesn't want you caught up in that. The body is made for the Lord and the Lord for the body. That's what the scriptures say. It says, don't join yourself to someone and you're not married because it's only going to result in damage both spiritually, on earth, mentally, emotionally, financially. The other one is too, you know, there's consequences that stack on top of the first consequence. You have an unwanted pregnancy. Now you might be doing birth, um, child, uh, what's it called? Um, where you have to pay somebody, right? Um, child support, right? And, it, and it's not about not loving the baby. Of course, babies are blessings no matter how they came. If they came on accident or if they came on purpose, they are a blessing. We've seen some of the greatest men and women ever come from situations where they were not planned, right? So it's not about the baby, but... These are things that are going to affect you. And the way people are wired today, nobody wants to give up their money. Nobody wants to give up these various things. Nobody wants to just, especially when you didn't plan a future with that person, you just wanted to have some fun, right? So um, it happens, all right? People get herpes, HIV, HPV, and don't know it. That leads to cervical cancer or different types of cancers within the uh, erotic zones, right? Tons of different things that go on when we don't listen to God and how he designed these bodies, right? And these minds and our spirits. So I just want to encourage you, go celibate today. Make a pledge. I will not be giving my body to anyone except for the one I marry. I'm telling you right now, you will have peace. I've, I do this, right? Been doing it for years and years and years. You will have peace. You'll have peace mentally. You'll have peace Physically, you'll have peace financially. You'll have peace spiritually. You'll grow in your walk with God. You'll appreciate yourself a lot more. There's something about, too, sex being tied to self-esteem. A lot of people who tend to give it away either don't know their worth or they, or they devalue themselves because they feel as though, well, I have to give my body away because my mind is not good enough. Who I am as a person is not good enough. The things I, that make me up, and getting to know me are not good enough. So let me stack that with something of my body. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, where we have to pay attention. Jesus talked about, um, how 
you know, what a man does in the body is what defiles them, you know, and your heart is directly attached to what you do with your body is directly attached to what you do with your thoughts. And so usually we have to get our hearts right and our hearts set on God for us to be able to see things correctly and how he designed them. And so I just bless God for all of you. And right now, I just want to lead in prayer for those of you who desire this. You desire to use your body the way God intended it. You want to be pure. You want to be celibate. You want to wait until marriage to have sex. You want to um, be right in that aspect. And you value yourself or you're seeing the value of this. I just want to go ahead and lead in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, Lord, I just thank you for every listener listening to this right now, Lord. And I pray, God, you put a special anointing on them to bless them, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to live pure, Lord, to live without sex, to live um, until marriage, Father God. I pray that, Lord, every time they get tempted, every desire for it, Lord, you put that flame out until the right time. I pray you send them the right spouse that they can have healthy sexual relationships with. If they're already married, I pray for that healthy sexual relationship to be born in their marriage, Father God, as they follow you. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would change the hearts and minds of this generation, even though all the temptations around them, billboards, TV shows, uh, social media, Father God, um, recordings, music videos, lyrics in music, Father God, pornography, all these different things that are around them, Lord. And we pray right now against pornography. I pray you break, Lord, every ounce of the grip that pornography has on this nation and on this person listening right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for a change and a shift in their heart and their mind. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And so I just thank you, Heavenly Father, right now. Lord, I pray for the anointing to fall over them right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, may they see breakthrough. Father God, may they see deliverance right now, this day. In the name of Jesus, in this area, Lord, of sexual intimacy, how they think about it, how they use their body. Father God, how um, they allow others to perceive it. Lord, and, and anyone Satan is trying to send into their lives, I pray you rebuke them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, keep them safe from all snakes. Father God, those that are not supposed to be there, those that want to just use them, male or female. Father God, let them see the value. Let them see them themselves the way you see them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, so I just thank you, God. Forgive us of our sins, Lord, that we've committed. Forgive us, Lord, for transgressions, sexual immorality, having sex outside of wedlock. Father God, all the things we do, including masturbation, anything that may be done that is not was not intended by you, Lord. Anything demonic, Father God, in the demonic influences, Lord, that we've allowed, God. And so, Lord, I pray right now that that person will be free. Lord, I pray freedom over them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and that they would not go back. God, so I thank you, Father, for their lives, Lord. I thank you for what you're getting ready to do for them in Jesus' name. Amen. And so you heard that, man. Today's a new day. You know, commit yourself unto the Lord. Um, he who is in Christ is a new creation. And so, uh, guys, don't listen to culture. Listen to the Lord. Listen to God. He loves you. He's got the formula for your life. And he's got the purpose destined for you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And so I bless you. This has been another edition of one-on-one -on -one with a trailblazer. It's your brother Everett and the Lord. Shalom. God bless. Trailblazers podcast. podcast.
leading you through the consuming fire.